Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. All right, you want to get into some Justin Fields discussion? The actual show, yeah. In the Bears. Um, So for the second straight year, the Bears, in this power position when it comes to the draft, I don't know what their updated odds are, but the Panthers are two games ahead. Yeah, they're going to have the number one pick. The Panthers are two games ahead or behind, depending on how you want to look at it, of the next closest team to be awarded the number one overall pick. That pick, of course, will go to the Bears. Uh, Drake May of UNC has officially declared for the draft. I don't know if Caleb Williams has officially yet, but we're expecting him to be there. So the Bears, for the second straight year, have this decision of having the number one overall pick, choosing the top quarterback in the draft, whomever that you think that may be, or um, trading out of there, or sticking with Justin Fields, whatever, you know, all these different options. This year, clearly, I think the top of the draft, people feel a lot better about Caleb Williams and Drake May than they do or did Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud last year Mm -hmm. and Anthony Richardson and the other guys involved there. So what are the Bears going to do? Because they're going to have pick number one. They have pick number seven as of right now. Is that right? Yeah, but we we talked yesterday. It one win drops them to like thirteen or something. At the yeah, moment. So, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't really matter. They have two first round picks. The point being, they're going to have the number one pick. The number one picks the most. The, the most important one, of course, is deciding on the quarterback. And I always use the balance sheet example. The balance sheet of if you keep Justin Fields and you make two picks, versus making the pick and trading Justin Fields, what can you get and what goes on? So, what are your, what's your initial reaction to what Chicago might do here at the top of the draft? I just I don't think that Justin Fields can show you enough this season to warrant keeping him and not resetting and going with a rookie. Um, whether it's Caleb Williams, whether it's Drake May, I'm sure there's going to be one of those guys you like. And at that point, I think you reset. You, you've already built some pretty good starting foundation pieces. You know, the DJ Moore trade was important. Um, bringing in uh, a new offensive tackle, Darnell Wright doing some moves on the defense, bringing in uh, some cornerstone pieces there. Like, I think you're, this thing is moving in the right direction already, and I just don't think we've seen enough from Justin Fields to say that he is definitely the guy to the point that you would trade away what I assume would be the number one pick as opposed to use it on a non-quarterback position. Now, the, the thing that complicates this decision, of course, is the contract because Justin Fields is in his third year, before next season, they're going to have to make a decision on his fifth-year option, which is 2025. And so next year, he'll be pretty well cost-controlled for 2024. 
but you'll have to have already made a decision for 25, which puts him up, um, what, like $15 million range or so, fifth-year option. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Either way. but And then you'd have to figure out a long-term deal. So like within the next two years, the price for Justin Fields goes way up versus the number one overall pick is going to average about $40 million over his first four years. So between 24 and 27, you're only going to be on the hook for about, say, $40 million for Caleb Williams or Drake May, whoever you decide at the top of the draft. That's another factor in this whole thing. So, you, so even if you decided Justin Fields was better, even if you're like, hey, I like Justin Fields in year four right. more than I like Caleb Williams, Drake May in year one, you have to factor in the price for Fields and the fact that Fields would probably – I mean, he's going to get you something if you trade him. Yeah, And so we, that's part of this decision. We can get into what that looks like right. as well. It's what Fields is now. It's what he can become. And it's how much it's going to cost to keep him around if you've decided he is the guy long term. Like, it's going to get a lot more expensive for him to be your guy going forward, even if, you've, even if you think he has turned a corner and he can be, you know, this amazing quarterback. I just, I can't see a way that you can really talk yourself into that as the better option of the two, even though you know, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush type of thing. Even though you're better, you might be better with the devil, you know, in Justin Fields, like it's going to get more expensive. We've already seen a lot of bad from him and you can reset the clock. So you don't think Justin Fields can learn any new skills here? I'm sure he can, but as I say, it's going to get more expensive, even if he does. And we've seen so much bad at this point that you're asking him to accelerate whatever developmental arc he's on and continue it, which is risky. Um, by the way, we're going to have this discussion a lot between now and the draft or whenever the Bears decide to trade out or keep the pick or whatever it might be. So we're just, we're just kicking it off right now. But even if Fields can be a starter, a good starter, I always say you're, the goal is to find a top eight, top five type of quarterback, not just a, cal- a, a starting caliber QB. I mean, I think Fields has shown he can be a starting caliber QB. The question is, does he have enough growth to be a top eight guy. Um, he's shown those flashes, right? He's he's an elite runner, right? Staggeringly good in the run game with his speed and, and acceleration and burst. And we've seen flashes of him in the past game put up big time numbers in part when DJ Moore's on the field, getting the tight ends involved. Can he ever put it all together? And, you know, if you're the Bears, is that a scary proposition? You're going to let him go somewhere else and maybe do that. Because they've kind of, as we mentioned on the show the other day, like in the beginning of the season, they weren't tapping into all the all of Fields' ability. But when they do that, the offense is a lot better. Yeah, it is. I, we're still just too much in the realm, I think, of flashes as opposed to consistency at this point. And yeah, you can talk yourself into this theoretical upside and theoretical uh, ceiling of Justin Fields and say, when it's all coming together and when we've got everything better around him and yada, yada. But now it's going to, now you're going to have to start paying for that, right? So that was one thing when he was on a rookie contract and all of it was cheap, relatively speaking. And, you know, you had some time to work with. Now it's like, okay, we're most of the way through this deal. We have another shot at a next quarterback that could be, um, that could be our guy instead. He's better than the last time we had this question to talk through. And the Fields contract is coming up that we're going to have to reassess. Not just do we want him around, but do we want to pay him several times more than he's getting paid right now. I just, I can't see how you could talk yourself into that being the optimal strategy. Well, let's take it from the other angle here. If the Bears want to trade Justin Fields, 
who wants to trade for Justin Fields? Who around the league, how many teams would want to trade for a Justin Fields? Um, not, I mean, I mean not, not, off, not off the top of your head, like how many teams, but my thought is there's probably... There's a few. Eight to ten? I don't know if it's that many. It, well, first so. of all, it depends like what you're... So how many teams view him as a potential starter? Um, I'm looking through here. Like a couple, maybe? Atlanta. The Patriots. So the teams that are going to be this offseason potentially in the QB market, as I'm just looking through a list of teams here. The Patriots have decisions to make. Mm -hmm. Tampa Bay Bucks, because Baker's only under a one-year deal here. Right. Um, I think the Commanders are set. Um, Broncos probably won't move on from Russ this early, right? And if they do, I can't see them turning to fields. The Raiders? Maybe. Maybe I mean they are. I mean they're going to. Well, explore. we're in a world. You've just you've essentially just determined that Justin Fields is not a better option than Sam Howell, right? So this is we're, we're sort of level setting here. Uh, he's not a better option than Sam Howell. I don't know that he's a better option in terms of long term uh, potential or even short term success than Aiden O'Connell yet. I, I don't know if uh, now I'm maybe more, the next few games will determine that, and it'll be obvious. But sorry, I'm more just trying to predict what the Commanders are going to do. I think they've. I know they've won four games this year. Howell's been a roller coaster ride, but internally, I think they may have seen enough from Howell that not that they're going to, you know, like if they have a, a quarterback to draft at five, like if Jaden if, if Jaden Daniels is available, and I think Jaden Daniels is going to end up in the top ten at the end of the day from LSU. I mean, that's not going to keep the Commanders. Sam Howell might not keep the Commanders from drafting another QB, but I don't think that they're. I don't think the jump from Howell to Fields or perceived jump is big enough that they're playing in that market. Whereas with the Raiders, draft capital matters, right? Fourth rounder, Aiden O'Connell, had some good games, had some bad games. I don't think the Raiders are just going to be like, yeah, Aiden O'Connell's our guy going forward here. No, not right now, but like maybe we'll see something from him. My point being, at this, at this stage, again, factoring in what he's going to have to get as a contract, and it's not, I'm not saying you're going to make him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL or anything, but it's like the Daniel Jones situation, right? You've reached a point now where the options are cut bait and move on, or he gets some kind of like $40 million a year type of deal, because that's just where we are in the quarterback world. And the Giants gave Daniel Jones this $40 million deal rather than franchise tag him, and they now regret it because Daniel Jones is not good. And he can't make cutlets. Can't make cutlets. Um, Justin Fields is in the same kind of situation where you're going to have to sign him to some kind of big deal. And I don't know that there's a tremendously compelling body of evidence that he is better, independent of the contract, than Sam Howell or somebody like that. Other potential teams. Steelers. If they wanted to move on from Kenny Pickett. Mm -hmm. um, Jets, probably not. I'm assuming Aaron Rodgers will be coming back. Right. Um, there's, in the back of my mind, I'm wondering if the Rams might be in the quarterback market at some point, if Stafford's close to retirement. You know, he's played a lot of football. He's still young, but I wonder if the Rams might play in that world. It's probably too early for the Saints to try to get out of a Derek Carr mm -hmm. commitment. Uh, the Falcons, absolutely, I think are a team that people have already pegged because of how much Arthur Smith has liked to run the ball historically and what Justin Fields adds to the mix there. And then the Minnesota Vikings. Or so the other team that comes to mind. That's five, maybe six teams where he could be a theoretical starter. Yeah, I think those are those are the teams, man. Those are the teams. Falcons, by the way, just seem like the most intriguing one. Yes. 
because of the players that the the skill sets that they have and again you know put Bijan in the backfield with Justin Fields and even I would want to run the ball <laughs> so um so that's the market potentially and then what what would those teams give up are we looking at like a third round pick here for Fields it's not a lot no but that's part of the equation for the Bears if you could steal a third round pick for Fields knowing you're not going to have him as your starter then that's great it's Caleb Williams plus a third rounder you know and then you have that other first round pick when you're, you could you're also gonna... just keep him around as the backup and let him walk once his contract that's gets. another potential option now you're pay- you'd be paying him a you know significant amount of money to stay around as a backup because presumably you would want to I guess it depends what well you, you could deny so you could turn so what you could do is you know turn down the fifth year option right you have him on the cheap for year four, then he walks in free agency, and maybe you end up getting some kind of comp pick for that. Right. When he walks, you just you get your third round pick, you know, two years later. But that's not a bad play either, because he'd he'd be a he'd be an excellent backup, an excellent or yeah. and or competition. It's a bit then it's also a hedge, mm-hmm. just in case Caleb Williams or Drake May is terrible for some reason. Right. That's not a bad idea either. Yeah. Keep him as a backup. But I mean, you know, that was there's, the like effectively the Zach Wilson plan right we keep him around as a backup as insurance <laughs> unfortunately he was pressed back into action after four snaps yeah I mean it's like it's also like the human element that you like to talk about you know the former former first round picks just hanging out there yeah um, but I mean, it's different from Zach Wilson where Zach's you know getting centered by Aaron Rodgers right. and learning new things it's more like feel it's like hey Justin go be a mentor you haven't you haven't even had a ton of NFL success but you're going to stick around as a mentor to it's, our young QB well it's not even about the mentor but it's like in it's much easier I think for a guy like Zach Wilson to accept that hey I'm not as good as Aaron Rodgers you know whereas I think it would be quite difficult for Justin Fields to accept that he's not as good as a rookie yeah even if it was true now there's also the chance that it isn't true and actually they just want to make that bet to go forward, it is a different dynamic, right? There, it would be very hard for Zach Wilson to like reject reality and be like, no, I'm still the best option for this team. Therefore, I'm going to sort of, I'm going to take umbrage with the fact that they've moved for Aaron Rodgers and I'm going to be a dick about it, right? Like it would have been hard for him to do that even internally where, you know, players are unhinged because they have to think that way to be successful. Whereas with Fields, it's like, no, I'm better than a rookie. I mean, look what happened to, Bryce Young last year. Like, I'm the guy still. So it would be a different dynamic in terms of getting him to accept it and therefore having this harmonious, productive quarterback room. The one other – I think the, the case for keeping him, too, would be maybe teams are less desperate here in the offseason. Because like I said, every, every offseason what happens is you have a guy like a Sam Howell um, who – is probably is like good enough that maybe a team won't move off of him, won't draft someone new, won't go to free agency. They're going to give him another year, mm-hmm. but that patience might run out by the middle, you know, week six of next season. Yeah, right. So plus injuries, we've seen how many quarterback injuries there are this year. It is Fields be- actually better being on your team, projecting him as the backup, and then you might trade him in training camp, or you might trade him yeah. in week four or well, that's week why- five. That's why the list of teams is a little bit weird because, yeah, like theoretically the Vikings need a quarterback heading into next year. Kirk Cousins' contract is up. You know, Josh Dobbs has already been benched. Nick Mullins is not the future. Um, Jaron Hall probably isn't that guy either just because of where he was drafted. So, you know, theoretically the Vikings absolutely need a starter. 
therefore would be in the Justin Fields market. But much like last year with the Raiders, like that's unlikely to be plan A, right? We love Justin Fields. Let's go get that guy. He's our starter. Not like they're, they might turn to him if they crap out with four other options first, but he's probably not going to be the guy they want as a starter. Honestly, you look at the list. It's like the only one that might actually covet him as a genuine starter within the specific offense that could be really good or a big upgrade would be Atlanta because there's that natural fit of design quarterback run game paired with an already group insane group of athletes and playmakers and we take more off his plate than anybody else in terms of the passing it's a good fit and you know it wouldn't cost them much to make it happen theoretically